since we're unable to meet for the next probably few weeks because of the coronavirus, you're going to see uh, some sermons posted online. This is going to be the first of several to come. And so I hope you'll stay tuned and uh, check back later for other things that are going to be coming. I'll try to post those things on Facebook as well and on the website. If you want to view those, uh, you'll have the ability to do so. Hopefully this thing will pass soon. Uh, Just keep praying about it. And uh, as soon as it passes, we'll get back to uh, our normal schedule. So I know everybody's probably frustrated, uh, aggravated, uh, scared because of all that's going on with the coronavirus, but uh, we're just going to keep seeking the Lord and we'll get through this. Today, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. These are probably a couple of my favorite verses. I don't know if, if you can overuse a verse, but if you can, I may be guilty of overusing these. I quote them quite often. Uh, these are verses that uh, bring me comfort and strength, and uh, I think these verses are a good reminder to us, and particularly in times of trouble, uh, of what we need to do. And so this morning, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 for a few minutes. Verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Think about him in all your ways and he will guide you on the right paths. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you and we thank you for these words. And I pray that we'll find comfort and strength in these words. I pray that we would write your word on our heart, that we would recall it, that we would remember it in times of trouble and particularly, but even on the good days, dear Lord, that we remember your word. I pray that you hide me behind the cross as I I try to preach. I pray that you would help me to uh, not have any nerves, not have any worries, dear Lord, but just to uh, open my mouth and let the Holy Spirit speak through me this morning. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. These words are are very true. And it's a truth that if, if you're a Christian, you know that they're true. But even still, sometimes we need it to be reminded of. Maybe you're watching this video and you, you, you're not a Christian. Maybe you've never done this before. Well, maybe today you need to listen to what God's word says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Now, that's an easy one for me to, to read to you, but it's a hard one for me to do. And it may be a hard thing for you to do, too. Because we like to be in control. We like to have the answers. We like to understand and know everything that's going on with everything in our life. We like to to know exactly when this is going to happen, when this is going to happen, when that's going to happen, what's going to happen if this does this and that does that. We want to have everything laid out and we want to have everything just so we know exactly how it's going to work out. Sometimes that works out good in life. Sometimes we have seasons where everything works out like we're playing where there's not too many ripples, where there's not too many things that come and get us off track. But there are other times in our life that we are blindsided with things that we don't expect, with things that we're, that we're not prepared for, with things that we don't know how we're going to make it through. So what do we do in those times? Well, we should do the same thing in all times, whether it's good times or bad times. And that is we need to be trusting in the Lord with all our heart and not relying on our own understanding. Now, if we're faithful to do that, even when things are going good, if we're being obedient to the Lord, if we're seeking him all the time and we're always trusting in him, if we're doing it in the good times, then it's not quite as hard for us 
in the bad times. But if our trust in the Lord's not really what it should be, if we hadn't really been focusing on him, if we hadn't been walking in his word, if we hadn't been learning from him and growing in him, then sometimes when those tough times come, they catch us off guard. We're not prepared. We begin to panic. We begin to, to, to wonder, how's this going to work? How's that going to work? What's going to happen here? What's going to happen now? And we begin to get worried. And these are, these are natural things. I think these are natural things for, for human beings. We kind of have that worry, that anxiety that comes. But for the Christian, we shouldn't give in to those things. For the Christian, we need to know that, look, I don't have to be anxious. As God's word says, be anxious for nothing. But in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. That's Philippians chapter 4. Now, this is a time where probably there's a lot of people in our world, in our country, in our county, communities, that are anxious. We're anxious about this coronavirus. What's the future going to hold? What's tomorrow going to be like? Am I going to get it? Is somebody in my family going to get it? And those are all questions that we don't know the answer to. We want to know the answer to. And we want to know the answer to things because oftentimes we find security in that. Oh, if I know how this is going to turn out, then I'm going to, I can be at ease. But we don't know how things are going to turn out. We just know that we can take it one day at a time. Jesus tells us, don't worry about tomorrow because today's got enough worries of its own. Tomorrow will take care of itself. And we have to take things one day at a time, especially with this coronavirus going around. We just have to wait it out. And we have to trust in the Lord with all our heart and not rely on our own understanding. Now, that's hard for us because, as I said, we like to think we're in control. We like to be in control. God has a way of reminding us that we're not in control, even sometimes when we think we are, even sometimes when we think everything is going just right. God has a way to remind us that he's in control. And sadly, even for Christians, sometimes we need to be reminded of that very thing. You see, we get, we get going on with our life and things that do and go and have and get and all this stuff that's going on in our life. And oftentimes the things that we have and get and do are the things that draw us away from the Lord. They draw our focus from the Lord. And God wants us to be focused on him. He wants to be at the center of our life. He wants us to trust him and not trust in our health or trust in our will. And sometimes God knows that, well, it takes some difficult situations and times for us to really call out to him. It takes some hard times for us to really trust him in the way that he wants us to trust him. So why does God allow bad things to happen? Well, I think that's one reason why. I think that's one reason why God allows bad things to happen. It's because even his people need to be gotten on track sometimes. And those who are not his, well, bad things happen maybe as a wake-up call so that they would recognize, hey, look, there is somebody who's in control. That's really the first step of becoming a Christian is realizing, hey, wait a minute. I'm not in control. God's in control. I'm just a sinner. I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I'm, I'm doomed apart from Jesus Christ. And God has a way of, of opening our eyes through his word and through messages we may hear letting the Holy Spirit work in our life, work in our mind, work in our heart to let us realize, hey, wait a minute. There is a God who's in control. There is a God who gave his son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross so that I may be forgiven. And I'm not in control, but God is. And in a way, that's, that's a weight lifted off of our shoulders to know that we don't have to run the world. Did you know that? You don't have to run the world. 
Did you know that the world does not rest on your shoulders? But it does rest on God's. It rests in the palm of his hand. God has this world. He's taking care of this world. There's nothing that has caught the Lord by surprise. The coronavirus hasn't caught the Lord by surprise. He knew exactly that this was going to happen. And there can even be good that comes out of it. And I believe there will be, as there is in most bad situations. God has a way of taking the things that are tough and that are bad and that are scary, and he has a way to, to turn them even for his good. In Genesis, it says, what the enemy intended for evil, the Lord used for good. Now, that passage is about a guy named Joseph. His brothers uh, sold him into slavery. They were jealous of him. But because of what happened there, by Joseph being in Egypt, becoming the second in command under Pharaoh, he was able to provide food for his family in the midst of a famine. Now, that's kind of a, a brief version of the story. But that's a good example of how God used something bad, brothers selling their other brother into slavery, into something good, him coming, becoming second in command in Egypt and being able to save his family and his people. And this is nothing new. God's been doing this for a long time. God is a master at taking things that are bad, that the enemy thinks is going to destroy us, that the enemy thinks is going to ruin everything and cause us to give up our, our hope in the Lord. The enemy always wants to do that and has been trying to do that for a long time. But God has a way of taking those things and twisting them and working them out for good. I think of the story of Job. It's a great story, maybe the oldest story in all of Scripture. And in the story of Job, we're introduced to a man who's a righteous man. He's a good guy. He's a guy who loves the Lord. He's a guy of integrity, the Bible says. And the Lord is, is speaking with Satan one day. And the Lord says, look, man, he's, he's a good guy. And Satan says, look, if you, if you let bad things happen to him, he's going to turn from you. So God allowed the devil the opportunity to, to do that, to let some bad things happen to, to Job. And so all these things begin to happen in Job's life. First, he lost all of his family, all of his children. He lost all of his flocks. He lost his home. All of these things were gone. All of his wealth, in an instant, they were gone. He kept getting these reports of all of these things that were taking place. And at the end of all that, Job says, look, I'm still going to praise you, Lord. Everything I have, everything I don't have, whatever happens in my life, Lord, I'm going to praise you. And then the devil begins to do even more to Job. God allows all this to happen. God allows this test to take place, if we can call it that. And even Job's wife turns on him. She says, look, Job, why don't you just curse God and die? Job's own friends begin to say, look, man, you need to, you need to figure out what you've done wrong. You're in the wrong here. Everybody was piling it on to Job. Everybody that was left in his life, that is. His wife, his friends, things were getting really bad for Job. Things were out of control. But yet and still, he remained faithful to the Lord. Now, after all of this took place, after all of the things that took place in Job's life, Job still was praising the Lord. But eventually it got to a point where he did call out the Lord, where he did say, look, what, what, what's going on, God? Answer me. And God does just that. At the end of the book of Job, the Lord does answer Job. The Lord does call out to him and say, who are you to question me? And Job realizes the error of his ways. It's a great few chapters there you can read at the end of the book of Job and see what took place. Even Job, who was a righteous man, that the devil was trying to destroy, that the devil was trying to draw from God, even Job drew closer to God. And I believe that's the same thing that God wants to do in our lives today. 
I believe that's what he wanted to do all throughout the Old Testament. In the book of Judges, where his people, they would come to him and all would be good. They were in the promised land. And then lo and behold, here come an enemy to overtake them. And God would hand them over to their enemies. Why? Because they had turned their back on God. Because they had lost their focus on God. Because they weren't trusting in the Lord the way they should have. And God allowed those situations to come. And that's the only way that it would open their eyes. It's the only way that they were going to realize, look, God, we need you. And sadly, the same thing is true for us today. Even among Christians, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes we just, we don't focus on the Lord. We're not trusting the Lord. We're trusting in our health and in our wealth. And sometimes when those things are gone, people give up on the Lord. Sometimes people don't turn to the Lord because those things have been lost in their life. They hear about how good God is and they say, well, why am I in bad health? Why am I struggling to get by? And a lot of people don't ever turn to God because they don't have their health and they don't have their wealth. But God never promises us health. He never promises us wealth. And oftentimes when we have those things, it causes us to draw further from God than it does to draw closer to God because we begin to trust in those things. We trust in our health. We trust in our wealth. And Job lost all those things and he continued to trust God, but even still, he demanded an answer from God. God answered him. And God did answer him. And Job realized the error of his ways. Job realized, you know what, God, who am I to question you? I questioned you about things I didn't understand. It says in Job chapter 42, verse 3, Job says, Surely I spoke about things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. And there are things that God allows to happen in your life and in my life, and we don't understand them. And we may get upset about them. We may get afraid about them. But at the end of the day, God is in control. And there's nothing that's happening to you and me that God doesn't know about. There's nothing that's happening to you and me that God doesn't allow. And maybe even some of the things that happen to us are things of the devil to try to get us to fail, to try to get us to lose faith in God, to try to get us to turn from him. God is so good. God is so good and he knows that even when the enemy comes against us, those who are, who are faithful to him will come through stronger than they were when they went in. Whatever trial it may be, whatever trial the enemy has brought on us, whatever hard time it may be, God allows that to happen sometimes because God knows that sometimes that's exactly what it takes for us to draw closer to him. Maybe that's what he's doing with the coronavirus. There are lots of catastrophes and things that have taken place through the history of the world. Just in my life, I can remember a couple, September 11th was a, was a, was a, was a eye-opening day. It was a day for a lot of people that they realized, whoa, we're not in control. Even the United States of America is not in control. Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, when it came through several years back. Boy, in just a few minutes' time, complete destruction, chaos, people in horrible situations, people losing their homes. And when things like that happen, whether it be man-caused man events or, 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 or nature coming through, when those types of things happen, they have a way to remind us that we are not in control. And maybe that's what God's trying to do to us through something like this coronavirus. Maybe God's just saying, hey, you know what? I'm still in control here. Because in an instant, our health could be gone. 
with the economic things that may uh, come as a result of this. Maybe some of our income could be gone. Some of our wealth could be gone. But what are we going to do in the midst of it? You see, God allows these things to happen to us, not because he doesn't love us or he doesn't care about us. Sometimes God allows things to happen to us because he does love us and care about us. He sees weaknesses in us. He sees maybe that we're a little like the Israelites of the Old Testament. That as good as he's been to us, maybe we're not trusting him. Maybe we begin to trust in our health and in our wealth. And maybe, just maybe, God's using this situation or others in our life to kind of grab a hold of us and say, hey, look, don't forget. Don't forget I'm the one who's in control. Don't forget I'm the one who's blessed you. Don't forget I'm the one who's taken care of you. Don't forget I provided your needs and I provided your health and I'm the one who has kept you going. We have a tendency to forget that. But God knows just the right thing to help us to remember that. Sometimes we need to be reminded. And sometimes it takes events like this to help us remember. So what are you trusting in today? Are you trusting in your health? Are you trusting in your wealth? Because it can all be gone tomorrow. Are you trusting in the Lord with all your heart? Now, we may not understand everything that's going on. We may not know what the future holds. But whatever the future holds, we can rest assured if we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the future holds a God who is going to be with us. The future holds a God who is going to take care of us. The future holds a God who is going to provide for us. What's tomorrow going to hold? I don't know. God knows. And God says, don't worry about tomorrow. Worry about today. What are the things in your life that maybe God's trying to show you, hey, you need to change this in your life. You need to change that in your life. Maybe there's a sin that shouldn't be there. Maybe you just need to repent. Maybe you've never trusted Jesus Christ. Maybe all this time you've thought you're in control. Maybe you're beginning to realize you're not in control. You're beginning to seek one who is in control. Well, I'll tell you the one who's in control and it's God. I'll tell you the one who's in control over the enemy and it's God. If the enemy's behind this and God's allowing these things to happen, it's because God's allowing it. Because God knows good can come from it. If we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we can know we're victorious because he's been victorious over the enemy. By giving his life on the cross, by being raised after three days by God, we know we can be forgiven if we put our faith and trust in it. We know that he has victory over the enemy. So even if God allows bad things to happen in our life, we know that at the end of it all, we can be victorious if we put our faith and trust in the Lord. So what's your faith and trust in today? Is it in things of the world or is it in God? Is it in you being in control or is it in God being in control? If we don't know this verse, we need to know it. We need to remember it. We need to, need to let it soak in. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely in your own understanding. Think about him in all your ways and he will guide you on the right paths. I don't know about you, but that's my desire. I want to be on the right path, but sometimes I get on the wrong path. And God knows when we're on the wrong path, and he knows what it takes to get us back on the right path. So if God's speaking to you, if there's something you've seen in God's word today in the past, something that God has revealed to you, something the Holy Spirit is convicting you of, then praise the Lord. 
When we encounter the Lord, we need to respond like Job. Job repented. Job said, whoa, Lord, who am I? I didn't understand everything I saw. I didn't understand everything I was saying. I didn't understand everything that was going on, dear Lord, but you're the one in control. And Job recognized that. He recognized that, boy, the things that go on in his life and the things that go on in our life are beyond our understanding. But he realized that God was in control and he realized he had no business questioning God and he repented of his sins. Now, whatever's going on in your life, I don't know, maybe you're doing pretty good. Maybe you're like Job. Maybe you're a righteous guy, but you just need to kind of be nudged back on the track. Maybe you've gotten a little off the path. You've gone down the wrong path and God wants to get you on the right path. Maybe you've never gotten on the path. Maybe you've been living life thinking you were in control all along and God's going to get your attention if he hadn't already. Maybe next week, maybe next month, maybe next year, maybe in 10 years if you live that long. Maybe one day God's going to get your attention and let you know that you're not in control. Maybe today is that day that he's getting your attention. And if you realize it today for the first time, then you need to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Then you need to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Whatever the future may hold for us, whether good or whether bad, let us trust God on the good days and let us trust God on the bad days. We can trust God because he is trustworthy. From cover to cover of God's word, we see that he is a God we can trust. We are, he is a God we can depend on. He is a God who is going to be with us even in the tough times. And sometimes he is a God who lets us go through the tough times because he wants us to draw closer to him. And for those who really seek him, those who really trust in him, when we go through tough times, it doesn't pull us from him. It draws us closer to him. The enemy thinks he's going to destroy us. He thinks he's going to devour us. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But God is bigger than him. God is victorious over him. And God is a God we can trust. And whatever the enemy may do, whatever God may allow to happen in our life, he does it for our good. So let us seek the good that the Lord may want to do in our life. Let us seek things in our life that maybe shouldn't be there, things that we've been covering up things that we thought we were in control of. Maybe it's our own pride, whatever it may be. God has a way of revealing those things to us. Let's get in his word. Let's get in prayer and let's see what God wants to reveal in our life. See what God wants to reveal in your life so that you can trust him with all your heart. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you and we thank you for these words and we thank you for being trustworthy. I pray that we would take these words to heart and I pray that we would examine our own lives, dear Lord. Now's a great time to do it, God. You have a way of getting our attention and causing us to slow down, and that's exactly what a lot of us are doing in this coronavirus. So let us, in our, in our slow time, dear Lord, and our times that maybe we're not working as much or playing as much or doing the things we used to do, well, God, let us take that time to focus on you. God, let us draw closer to you in this time. God, even though it may seem bad, and it is bad, dear Lord, what all is going on, God, even still, some good can come from it. And if we trust you more, and if we seek you more, and if we grow in you, God, if somebody puts their faith and trust in Jesus Christ by realizing for the first time, God, that you're the one in control, God, then it's all worth it. And the bad turns good, dear Lord, just as we often see you do uh, in Scripture. So God, let take what's bad that's taken place and let some good come out of it. And God, let us trust you with all of our heart and not rely on our own understanding. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.